Hi, and welcome to Effective Storytelling. Our five-minute stories have one key purpose, to connect life to learning in an entertaining way. There are no heroes or villains, just ordinary people providing extraordinary learning, often making you smile and usually making you think. So, on with today's story. Hearst Castle. Some years ago, I was on the west coast of America, driving from LA to San Francisco, and decided to visit Hearst Castle, the legendary home of Howard Hughes. I had to book my visiting time in advance and park some way from the castle, where I was met by two guides, who would take us to the castle by coach. There were about 20 of us in the visiting party, and the guides started their briefing by passing round brown paper bags and insisting people put fruit, cigarettes and chewing gum into them. My thoughts at this stage were not particularly positive. I'm not fond of organised group tours. I much prefer to wander around in my own time and space. Things did not look good. We were taken by coach to the castle, and as we offloaded, we stood in the main forecourt and had a second briefing, which completely transformed my expectations. Firstly, said one of the guide, about photographs. My heart sank. I loved taking photos and knew the castle was very photogenic. Take as many as you want, where you want, how you want. Because this castle is so fantastic, all your photographs will be great and a great advert for us to encourage others to visit. We're here, said the second guide, to take you through the castle so you don't miss anything. We're also here to help in any way. We are not like typical guides elsewhere. We will not stop and say our piece in any of the rooms, but we will be happy to answer any questions you might have. In fact, that's the only way you'll get information from us. We're pretty sure that between us, we know everything. Everything there is to know about this place, its history, its objects and its occupants. But you never know you might catch us out. And so off we went into the first room. Everyone gazed around in silence. One guide was at the front of our group and the other at the back. The one at the front said, any questions? Silence. So off we went to the next room. Any questions? Silence. Then someone asked, so where are we now and what was the previous room called? And so we were off and running. The whole visit was a joy. Everyone got involved asking all sorts of questions. And as the tour progressed, the questions became less and less conventional. Almost a contest to see just how much the two guides knew. It was almost like a moving quiz show with two mastermind experts whose specialist subject was Hearst Castle and its times. Two of my questions were, is that centrepiece on the table silver? Answer, yes, it's Georgian weighs £10 and was given to Howard Hughes as a gift by Winston Churchill. And who was the last person to sit here at this table? Uh, Charlie Chaplin in 1943. We all had a real blast. The tour was over in a twinkle of an eye and is easily the standout tour of my life so far. The lesson for me was twofold. Firstly, This was truly about putting the customer at the heart of the visitor experience. And secondly, 
it is also an example of creative thinking. There are several takeaways from this story. Creativity, customer service excellence, motivation, change and publicity. Creativity. One of the key and most successful principles of creativity is reversal. Most toy dolls were once sold with a full set of costume changes. Barbie was the first to sell just the doll with a separate set of optional clothing to be purchased separately. Domino's was the first pizza chain to deliver to the customers. Ships now have their cargo on the deck stacked in containers rather than in a hold underneath the deck. And Hearst Castle reversed the normal visitor experience by having the guides respond to questions rather than delivering a script. This made the whole experience more interactive and interesting and is the joint best experience I've ever had when joining a visitor group. The other example of excellent? Visiting Chartres Cathedral as an 11-year-old when the tour guide didn't explain how the cathedral was built, he demonstrated it by getting the audience to be the roof, columns and buttresses, culminating in me dangling from the roof beams. And again, another example of reversal. In this case, making the audience totally active rather than passive. Customer service excellence. The tour experience as described was the highlight and created the lasting impression of customer service excellence. But there were other examples of excellence too. And again, a reversal. Instead of saying, uh, no photographs please, they encouraged everyone to take as many photos as possible because they would certainly sell the venue, whoever they were shown to. The tour had to be booked and the size of each group was limited and took place at a specific time and was beautifully choreographed so that although there were several tour parties on site at the same time, our paths never crossed, so that throughout the tour, it felt as though we were the only visitors getting that tour. And to me, this is customer service excellence in two ways. Firstly, a strategic approach, so that everything is considered and integrated, so the customer journey is as fluent as possible. And secondly, the whole visit was framed from a customer journey perspective. It was clear throughout the whole design and experience it had been based on answering this simple question, what will most delight the customer at this point? Motivation. The two guides for my tour were phenomenal. They had an answer for every question asked. They clearly knew their stuff. And they seemed genuinely to love knowing it. Not in a show-off way, but simply by building a reputation of being impressive, in this case, through knowledge. But they weren't just dry reciters of facts and figures. They usually added interesting tidbits and stories to embellish the question, which inevitably led to a follow-up question. For example, when I asked about who was the last person to sit in that chair, others in the group asked about who else was in that meeting and where they had sat. And then someone asked about what they did after the dinner, and so on, and so on. And without it ever being anything other than fun, it was clear that both the tour guides prided themselves on the quality and quantity of knowledge they had. And if one had answered, but the other had something to add, they would add it. So there was almost a sort of friendly competition between the two guides. They were clearly motivated by knowledge, their skill set, 
and their desire to pass it on in an entertaining way. Change I was not the only one surprised by the way the tour was conducted. And because it was so different and initially challenging, people were initially out of their comfort zone. No one wanted to be the first to ask a question. After all, that wasn't their experience of touring museums. So this experience was a classic change. Different from their norm, different from their expectations. But the guides persisted. They held the line. They explained that most people initially struggled because it was so unusual. Then they said, quite matter-of-factly, Oh, OK, if there are no questions here, we'll move on to the next room. And at that point, somebody asked a question. And we were off. The point here is that if you're introducing change, you should expect discomfort, uncertainty and hesitation. But by explaining that this was typical, expected and would become easier, the guides gave reassurance and confidence without reverting to what was expected. In other words, they held their nerve. And of course, had plenty of previous experience to know just how to manage this challenging change. Publicity. Hearst Castle is an amazing sight. There are wow factors at every turn. It was visually stunning. So naturally photos will be a way of showing the venue rather than trying to describe it. There was a shop and you could buy postcards and photo books. But most people were happy taking their own photographs and throughout the tour the guides would pause and say if anyone wants to take a photo at this point please do and would make time available for that, even pointing out the best angles for the best shot. So possibly the shop didn't sell as many photos or postcards as it might have. But there's no doubt in my mind that personalised photos from everyone in the group will be shared with family and friends with perhaps more storytelling than would occur with anonymised and mass-produced products. Remember, you can search lots of stories at effective.vision forward slash storytelling. Browse over 50 themes to find the perfect one. You'll also find transcripts and downloads of every story. And of course, if you enjoyed listening, please share and remember to subscribe. And if you have a story you'd like to share, please email us. Hello at effective.vision.com